Hey everyone, this is Anthony. This is just a spoiler warning for the upcoming episode of the recap of Secret Invasion Episode 3. If you did not see the episode, please stop listening now. If you did see the episode, please enjoy the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Eminem Marvel Mania podcast. My name is Nick, and today uh, I am with a special guest, my brother Anthony, since we do not have Mike for the next couple episodes. How's everyone doing? Uh, yeah, Mike is unfortunately uh, a little bit uh, tied up at the moment with a couple of personal things. Uh, he did leave a little clip. We will play that later on in the podcast, um, but I figured we'd just dive right into thing- things today with the, uh, with the episode of uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah, so let's get into it. I mean, I watched this. Um, I watched this episode on my lunch break, so I didn't really get to process it all. I was able to watch a recap, uh, just to get my thoughts together on it. I mean, I thought I don't know what your thoughts on it were, but for me, I mean, I think it was a pretty solid episode. Like, it wasn't like a filler episode as most Marvel uh, shows are these days for Disney Plus. It was. It gave more for a six episode series. It gave more. Than I thought it would. They they do have to fit in a lot in a short period of time. I feel like because there is a lot of information from the history. You know, we see from obviously it starts in Captain Marvel. We mm-hmm. get the you know the background. We get the flashbacks in this episode. You're seeing a lot of stuff going on, and I, I think. I don't think there's going to be a lot of filler in this series. I mean, for three episodes so far, and I and I actually binged all of them last night. I didn't. Yeah, not, Anthony. Anthony didn't start. Cause... I didn't start till last night, so I watched all three, and um, you know, I was pretty pumped up for the uh, for the third episode actually. And when I actually finished the second one, watched the third it. episode came out. So came out at uh, three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I watched it once. I uh, you know took a couple of notes, and I like to. Uh, you know, I like to piece it together afterwards. But uh, what's your thoughts, Nick? You, I mean, you. I mean, so far, I want I want to get into this quick because the people don't know your thoughts on episodes one and two. Me and Mike have already discussed our thoughts. What do you think about it? Given the fact that you had the time to actually watch it back to back, what were your thoughts on the first two episodes? I so far, I would say, and I'm comparing this to the last two series I've watched so far. The last two series, obviously was Moon Knight. Um, that was the first one I watched. The second one was Miss Marvel. I did not watch um, She-Hulk. She-Hulk yet. I will watch it. I know that's the order. It's She-Hulk and then obviously well, nothing. to see Secret Invasion. But yeah. um, as my, uh, you know, as Mike actually told me, little little shout out to him. He said, listen, She-Hulk, you can get around to it after. You don't necessarily need to see it before you watch Secret Invasion. And honestly, I will watch it, but Secret Invasion, I'm enjoying so far the most out of the three, the, those two series. The Obviously, shows. these three series, the two show, the shows that have came out, out so far. Out of the ones you've seen, this one is by far the best. Besides Loki, I know you like Loki. Loki was, yeah, it was good. But you know what? It was a while ago. Uh, you know, we were waiting for new stuff to come out. You know, Disney's been pushing back a lot of the things because mm-hmm. of uh, COVID and and whatever they, you know. It's mostly due to like is. to like all. Uh, vfx artists and you know a bunch of that stuff right i i I mean the show so far is definitely 
definitely one of my favorite. It's up there right now. It's it's up there in my top uh, my top tier right now. And Nick Fury, I mean, uh, oh, we don't call him Nick, but we don't call him Nick. We just call that's him Fury. Thing we'll get into later, but uh, Fury is one of the uh, probably the best you know characters in the MCU. Um, I'll give you a quick a quick recap of one and two. My thoughts, um, obviously, uh, Maria Hill, the the death just kind of took me by surprise. Honestly, it's a shock, right? It's a shock it's because a you don't shock. you don't think anytime you're in the Marvel universe, you're like, oh, they're not really dead. Maybe they'll be back. <laughs> oh, they'll this will be something else. You know, you never really exactly know. I mean, obviously, she wasn't a scroll because she died, and right. we didn't see her turn into a scroll, which kind of sucked because I was hoping that would happen. But I guess her time has come uh, at this point for her to be done in the universe. You know. Yeah, I mean, even I think the interview, me and Mike talked about it. Uh, Kobe Smulders was like, yeah, this series is very dark and everything. And like, you know, I it, it was a diff- it was a different take on the character. And now that I watch it and I'm like, OK, a different take on the character as in she's completely dead. <laughs> yeah, you move, you're moving forward in a different direction. Obviously, Marvel's going with, you know, a younger cast. They're they're casting these these new characters, new characters, new and, generation of heroes and, uh, and side characters. Right. I, I, one thing that I'm sure Mike would agree with, he's not here, mm-hmm. but, uh, no Coulson so far yet. No Coulson flashbacks, which I was kind of hoping for. Coulson is, is and, one of the, uh, uh, iconic characters for me and Mike and, and uh, the shield, especially, you know, it was a little, it was, it hit you a little harder after the episode, actually, when she died, Maria Hill. Well, they actually, yeah, they had, because to, they said, Oh, sp- a special guest starring Colby Smulders. When yeah. at the beginning of the episode, it was starring Colby Smulders. So let's, yeah. you know, so that was a little bit of a shock. Uh, it's nice to see they brought in another Game of Thrones character, Amelia, Amelia Clark, Clark joining. So now we got Kit, who was it? Kit Harrington, Amelia Clark, and um, uh, Peter, Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage that played Eitri no, the dwarf. The He's in uh, The Eternals, uh, the main character. Um. Oh, uh, I forgot his name, but he played Rob Stark. Rob Stark. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot his name too. Yeah. But that's uh obviously uh, Marvel's doing their homework with the Game of Thrones characters because they keep uh-huh. bringing them in. But uh, all right, let's uh, that, that's pretty much the thoughts I have on the first two episodes. Nice to see Rhodey, obviously. Mm, um, if it is really Rhodey, yeah, and we can jump <laughs> into uh, I guess we'll jump into the the recap of this episode. You yeah, want you, you want me to start off where? Uh, yeah. What What do you got? I, well, if, first, I mean, we got. We got Beto. That's how we start the episode. We start off with uh, with Beto, who we see in earlier episodes as, uh, you know, her recruiting him for this this renaissance. Yeah. So he's is that yeah that, that is how it starts. Right? That's how it starts. That's how I, they I, bring them into this uh, colony, sort of, and you don't really know. You're learning about what's going on at the beginning, and he's one of those characters where he shows up to the gates and. You want to see what's going on. And now, Beto, you kind of see he's a good character. He sees what's going on. He kind of, You kind of feel like he wants to be the good guy, and he doesn't feed into what's going on. Well, and that, you could see that at the beginning of this episode. Well, that's the thing is that he he wants to do good for you know for new scrollos he wants to be like that good person do good for the cause but you see you but see pagon what is it pagon pagon right uh I pagon think, i think it's pagon or bro, bro, no, no brogan died brogan died pagon said to him he's like why did you join the renaissance and he said i want to do better for the people right and they obviously he has a good you know a good thought process about what he's trying to do for his people he wants to see them look good 
and he wants to see them, you know, coexist with the humans. He's definitely going to be a character that at this point I could see turning sides back to uh, Gaia's character, Amelia Clark. Right. Um, that's, yeah. And that's another thing because we like to jump back and forth. And I don't, right. it doesn't, you know, just, this is just how me and Mike do it. Right. But we'll talk about this. The fact that at this point, I think she's, she's completely changed sides at this point. Not, I think so. It, I it's mean, a, once it, she got shot. I once mean, she got would, shot. Be... And she's not dead because, first of all, there's so much more footage of her, like, in, like, of trailers and other things. Yeah, like, that's the only thing that throws you off a little bit. I know more, I know they do that and they show trailers. I mean, that's one re- That's one reason why I don't love trailers for that reason because... Spoils it. It's spoil. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're... Okay, we're assuming that she's not dead. I'm assuming. Fair assumption. Fair assumption. Um... But I think we, me and you talked about this earlier. Actually, um, what is it? The uh, the healing. Hey, so they, so you know, uh, about that. so Gra- uh, Gravik has uh, Extremis, which is from Iron Man three. They show this in episode two because they're making. He literally calls it in episode three. Actually, he calls them new scroll, uh, not new scrolls, uh, super scrolls, super scrolls, right? Super scrolls, and that's like a complete shit. Like from the comic books and TV shows, super scrolls are. You know they're they're bet like they're bigger they're better they're they have superpowers basically and they're able to mimic instead of you know faces and and bodies and voices they actually have the powers of whatever it is now extremis yes from Iron Man three and to see that was very shocking honestly because now it kind of picks it up to the point where it's like oh so Gravik has already have at least one of the powers because I know he's going to get Groot that was that was spoiled. But uh, but like he has extremis, and it's like oh, so he has part of his uh, he has part of his what's called he has part of like uh that his power DNA, now. DNA. Well, he, I don't that, know if they call it the DNA. No, they like merge the DNA. Right, like right. that's how they do it. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw the group and when they were looking at the computer screen. It was the first thing right on top. When it was the she first was thing. Looking group. at the uh, the genetic yeah. makeup, and I think they got it from Wakanda or something like that. Who knows? Um. But yeah, so many things that Marvel ties in. You just you can never well, that's you what you never love about catch it. everything. There's so much. Uh, that's, that's why people make videos these days. You know, that's why yeah. we watch videos to get ourselves like, oh, what did we miss? Yeah. I like you know? I like the throwbacks that they uh, they've been doing. They've been bringing in. You're you're learning more about Fury. You're learning more about why they are where they are. Yeah, I mean, um, let's get into Fury. Actually, let's get into uh, where we left off in episode two. Um, we see his, his quote unquote, his wife who, you know, we don't, he doesn't have a wife in the comics, you know, we never did, but in the movies, Nick Fury's always been a secretive guy and we didn't really know much about him. You know, uh, the thing is, is that his wife is also a scroll. Right. Right. Well, that, that. Yeah, well, he calls her Vara first when they meet. They show the flashback. Yes, and I guess she changed forms. We didn't really get the the details of what she was a young. She was a different person. I don't know if she's the same person that she's turned into. Right, like physically and and actually like the same person. But like her, her she Fury calls her Scylla, short for Priscilla. Right. Um, but I found that I was like I was very confused by the naming because. It, it looked like the person from the second episode in the beginning from who like uh she like she had gravic she brought gravic she brought gravic in that's uh, as a um, as almost a, like a, a troubled as a trouble not a child, trouble but he was he was troubled only because he got his parents got killed right 
That's the only reason. People were thinking, me and Mike were talking about this, uh, we were thinking that Gravik was the son of Nick Fury. Um, but oh, but every okay. but when, I mean, but, that's a that's a yeah. But when they could... brought that up in episode two, it kind of canceled that theory because he said his parent. They said his parents died. Right. Okay. Um, that's and, a possibility, right? Yeah. But his but the thing with Gravik is the main thing is that Nick Nick Fury basically lied to them in a way where it's like you told us you would find a new home. That's another thing with also with with Talos too is that Talos is a part of that. I don't know if it's, I mean, I can't say he's exactly lied about that. I mean, he didn't, he didn't find them a new home, but I, he, I don't... Tried, he tried finding them a new home. But the problem is, is that, you know, Fury was also using scrolls for in shield. Now that we know about that and now he's using them in, up in space at uh, the Saber space station, right? you know, he, he used them as like, like Talo said in this episode, you know, you didn't get your way just by being you like, listen, Fury, you're like, or I don't yeah, Fury, because he doesn't call him Nick. He's like, listen, you know, you're a very intelligent guy and stuff like that, you know, but when it comes, you know, at the end of the day, scrolls are the ones that helped you work your way up in shield and get out of that little desk, you know, I at just, the bottom. I, I just want to point I want to point something out that Maria Hill had said uh, in the beginning episode. She said to him, she said, I don't know what exactly happened to you know, Nick Fury, but he used to always be three steps ahead of what's going on. Mm -hmm. And that sits in your mind a little bit, almost like, okay, could he have done anything to save her? Number one, but is he actually three steps ahead? Now we don't actually know yet because we haven't seen you're still early in the episodes. Obviously you don't know later on what's going to happen. You don't know if he's got a game plan. You know, he's been working with, uh, uh, Sonya, the, yeah, uh, the one who was torturing. I, I don't really know what is her, uh, what is her like place. Is it just a, a leader or is it someone he's worked with before? I guess. Um, I forget exactly. Funny, Mike would know this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget what exactly her position is, right. but she she's known for what's called. She's known for not liking scrolls whatsoever, right. and you kind of as kinda, you see that as you see that, and she plays uh, torturing. She's torturing. Um. Brogan, Brogan, yeah, yeah, Brogan. But um, yeah. So pretty much, uh, they uh, so we see the scroll machine. We we uh, you bring in the he brings in the leaders. Um, I don't know why I keep I I forget his name. I keep uh, Gravik. Yeah, Gravik. Gravik brings the leaders in, which we see later on are the scroll versions of the leaders because they're in the chambers getting uh their minds. I forget what those things are called. They're what's they're, called. They're like, I call them like mind chambers. Yeah, mind chambers, right. And, um, and obviously, uh, Gaia sees the mind chambers when she's going to get the information um, from the <laughs> Commodore. I think the best part about this is that, and Mike will joke about it too, it's that, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Happy Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah, they, we We call him Shooter McGavin because he's that's his main role that he's known for. Yeah, they were comparing him to, uh, to J. Tuck- Jonah Jameson. They were comparing, comparing him to, to like, him. The, uh, I, compa- I compared him to Tucker, uh, Tucker Carlson, too. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, because he just has that vibe about him where he's just like straight to the point. Yeah. Even in the episode, funny enough, in the beginning when uh, Nick Fury and uh, and Priscilla, are, like they're making breakfast or whatever, and she shuts the TV off after he says, it's going to be World War Three, And that's basically what this whole show has like not what it's all been about but what it's kind of leading up to is like 
the destruction of basically the human race and what right. graphic is trying to do. Right. You know, and I like how they kind of put that in there because they're also showing, okay, you know, the super scrolls, you know, they're starting. This is what what's happened. Yeah. He's trying to take over everything. They, yeah. They want to take over the world pretty much. Well, that's what they want to do because they found out, you know, that earth is going to be their new home. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so what should we get into next? What do you got? Uh, we got, I mean, we, there was pretty much that, the throwbacks, like we said, um, they do bring up the blip again that, that uh, Nick Fury is different after that and he was missing and his wife, you know, pretty much, you know, said, oh, I, I considered myself a widow and, you know, you came back, but then you went to your secret space station, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. and you're, you're a changed person. And this is not only the one person that says that he's a changed person. He's getting it from uh, Talos. He's yeah, getting it from Maria, from Maria Hill. Hill. He's here and, you know, and... Obviously, we saw Talos in um, what movie was at the end of? Uh, we saw him spoiler. in we saw Far him From Home, Spider Man Far From Home, Nick Fury. Yeah, he and was he covered himself as and Nick so, Fury, and so was his wife. Yes, did they show his wife dying? I know it's not in this his wife or anything, but Talos' wife. They, they, they never show... showed Talos' wife dying, but he she died at the hands of Gravik. Right, so that that's what's giving him, and they had a parlay. Obviously, that's when you see them meeting up, and he's talking about how he wants. To expose Gravik for what he's doing so the people see what's going on mm-hmm. and blow up his whole, you know, his whole, his whole operation, his operation that's, that's whatever he's on. doing. And Fury, so Fury makes a couple of side comments. Obviously, he's got he's got the jokes. He's got the, you know, he's got that wit about him. I mean, and that's the best part about this, this episode, about every episode is the fact that he, on a whim, just puts out like all these cracking jokes right. like well, I, pretty much he was talking shit to talos and he talos was, is like i'm not dealing with this he told him to get out of the car he blamed him for uh maria hill's death I, I, pretty much that why that happened and he kicks him out of his car and then this episode it's pretty much him putting his tail between his legs to come back and say oh okay i need your help and he tells him i need your help yeah i mean he's like he's like tell me you need, you need my help I mean, the best part is that when they're driving in the car on their way to get the um, the to stop the nuclear bomb from hitting the NATO right. plane. Um, the best part is when like Talos is looking at a, a, a woman because I thought it was the weirdest thing like to just put in there, and all of a sudden I see oh it actually meant something. But this lady's picking up dog the dog's uh, shit basically, right. and then all of a sudden uh, Talos is like oh, that's so disgusting like. Another another person picking up another species is like like stuff, and I'm like, and then he's and then uh, Nick's like he's like well up. he's like I've been picking up your shit for thirty years he's, yeah I've been picking up your shit for thirty years and I'm like oh shit there's, there's a lot of uh, obviously they bicker they're friends they're friends and right now Nick Fury doesn't really have anyone you know that he could trust no Tal- besides Talos honestly. Talos is the cro- is the closest person he's gonna get. I mean, besides, not even his wife. I guess, not even because we don't know. Uh, not know. even his wife, because at the and he sees that though too. No, he sees it. I think. I mean, because listen, at the end of the at the end of the episode, she's at that point. We, I mean, we know she's turned, but I don't know if. But we, Fury but he, really, she got the call earlier when he was there. Yeah, she he was suspicious from the start, right? You know, because he was looking at the phone. And he was like, "Who is that?" And I guess you know he kind of put two and two together. He's Nick Fury. He knows he he knows the thing. Even, even when I'm out, I'm always yeah, in. I'm always in. Yeah, you know? and he is. I mean, it's he's very, always there. It's very true. So, uh, and that, this is when we start to find out 
there's a lot in that car scene. They're dynamic, obviously. There's but a... you're finding out now that Nick Fury, obviously, has been using the scrolls for all these years. Mm-hmm. For Intel, we don't know. This is what, what I enjoy about it, is they get into the thick of things. And they're pretty much saying, okay... I got the intel for you. This is how you moved up. This is pretty much how we got the Avengers initiative. This yes. is pretty much how we got this information. We don't know what Avengers or what or who is the scroll now, but you're seeing that and it's all coming into play. I mean, I'd say the biggest thing is, is that the fact that people, I mean, I, I was very skeptical in the beginning about Rhodey being a scroll and Mike was saying like, oh no, it's the president and also Talos and, uh, and what's it called? And Nick Fury were talking about a conversation about somebody higher up in power, uh, like up in government. How does that happen, though? How does how does Rhodey go from being that that you know that hero that you know let's kill Thanos, let's be there, let's have everybody you know the one thing. of the main parts of the success of what was going on to to say that he was a scroll this whole time, like when you have to see like. They have to tell the, you when it happened, right? The, the the thing is, is that uh, I don't think if they're smart, they would do it where he was a he was a scroll and he got captured after Endgame, because to me to have that to have him be a scroll all this time. Did he get blipped? Uh, no, he didn't. Get, he didn't get. Blipped, he didn't right? get blipped. So we don't know exactly during that time what you know he did help Captain America and uh, Black Widow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, it's it's like very confusing it's like i don't i don't think he would i don't think they would do that because i feel like it would just ruin the whole story for him to be a scroll now or up until you know after endgame i can understand that would make a lot of sense he also has a movie coming out armor wars so he's gonna be coming back he's not he's not dead or anything he's just in one of those like time time or mind chambers it just annoys me a little bit yeah if he's in a mind chamber right if he's in a mind chamber but I just don't. Be. I just don't know how long he's been. Like people, like I thought it would have been during Civil War when he got like like injured, like severely injured when he was uh, up to like the point of death. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah. You know, that's the only that's the only thing I could think of. Mm-hmm. Either that or during Endgame. You know, during the five year jump. Right. Yeah, know, it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere dur- during the five year jump. Yeah. They might. They've been doing a lot of flashbacks. They might just flash back to the point where they captured him or where they actually were able to make this transition because they could. obviously you see all the leaders, you see that they're under the powers of um, Gravik and um, you know, us. No, you pretty much, you see it. No, I mean, I'll tell you the biggest thing that, that I'm liking so far about this that, and we have three episodes left, which is crazy to think about already. But the fact that I don't know what to expect out of the ending of this show makes me excited because I like it's just it's just the unknown of the show, like just the mystery of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I kind of like to watch them. I usually watch them after the series is over. I like just pounding right through them. Like, yeah, one, you two, like three, watching four, like five. a Netflix series. Yeah, it, and it, it's quick. I mean, Marvel it definitely you enjoy it. One of the quickest watches, obviously. But this one now, it's like okay, now I gotta wait another week, and I'm excited to see the next episode because now I need to know what happens. Hmm. So. I, you know, I, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Like we said, they packed a lot into this episode. Um, they've all been 
pretty excited. I mean, all the episodes have been excellent. I really so far there hasn't I, been a dull moment where I'm like, all right, are we getting through this? Are we moving through the episode? Like, let's move along. No, not at all. You know, and Talos definitely another one of my favorite characters. No, but, Talos um, is, is definitely a good character. You could see the love he has for his daughter. Obviously, you could well, see how he feels for Gaia. You could see how it, it sparks anger. Two times in this episode. Two times. The first time you see it with uh, Gravik when he goes to meet him and he speaks of the daughter. Not sure. This is me. But when Talos said to Gravik and he's like, keep my daughter's name out of your mouth. I don't know if that's a Will <laughs> Smith kind of, you know, I don't know if that's a dig at that. That's the first thing I thought of when I heard that. Could keep, be wrong. Keep my keep, daughter's keep, name. Keep my daughter's name out, out your, your mouth. mouth. <laughs> so no cursing here. But. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, pretty much, I, you know, I thought of that when he said that, but then after that happened, also you get, um, Fury and Talos showing up at the Commodore's house mm -hmm. and this is where, now, now here's the thing with that. There's a couple of points on like what happened here. The first thing is Talos is trying not to let Nick Fury, you know, do anything with like um attacking he's, or anything he wants he, to handle things himself he doesn't yeah. want him he said like, give me the gun it's my people he's a very what was it um merciful right he's person. proud of his people he he's doesn't want to do anything to his people he wants to handle but, it in his own way but the thing is is that what fury explained to him like i think in the first episode is that he's too he's too soft like he right he, he doesn't is a good guy no it's, he's a good he's a good guy it's just the fact that the reason why people didn't like him as a leader was the fact that he was too soft. He wasn't like, that's why he got kicked out in the first place because Gravik was showing results, right. you know, instead of all the other stuff that Talos was doing. Not saying that Talos isn't a good, a good guy or a great right. character. But you see his anger for his family. You see, he gets angry when the Commodore brings up his daughter's name. That's mm -hmm. when he shoots him. But the biggest thing is now here's where you knew. And we don't know. We think that Fury knows, but he called him when he, he turned into scroll form. He called him Nick. He's like, no one calls me Nick. If you look back when he was talking to Rhodey, yeah, he says he goes, oh, whatever he said to him, I can't remember the exact word. He's like, word. listen, Nick. He's like, listen, Nick. And Rhodey calls him Nick. So the fact that you know we still think that Fury is a couple of steps ahead might realize that Rhodey is, you know. See, that's corrupt in some way. That's the thing I wonder, because I thought about it like this. When when I look back, like, I didn't, like, look back right away, but, like, when, like, Avengers Infinity War, in the post-credit scene when he's beeping for uh, Captain Marvel. Which he, they flash back to that as well, when he's uh, getting blipped or whatever. When he's, when in, like, he's, the, in, like, in the, fir in like the first, first episode, yeah. he's showing but, but, like, uh, Maria Hill was, like, Nick, like, as she got, as she got dusted. So it's, like... Was she a scroll at the time? Like, I don't like, but she always called him Nick. But she, that's, I don't, right? but that's the thing is like, it, it gets very confusing when it comes to that because they're, they're, uh, they're plot, they're, they're plot holes. Pretty they're, much. they're plot holes. It's, it's, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. Cause lots, some people do call him Nick. Other people call him Fury. Right. You know, some people just call him Nick Fury. And, right. you know. I, I guess he knows who calls him what, and that's why he's smart about it. Yeah. I don't remember Rhodey ever calling him Nick, so well, I mean, there were never that. There were never any interactions between the two. Not that I could remember. Not that we know. Not that I remember any interaction. The only interaction maybe in Age of Ultron. Yeah. That's about it. Right. But, um, but yeah. So uh, they get the, so they wind up getting, uh, the nuke. The nuke is about to explode. It's about to hit They're the plane. They're about to put the uh, the code in, and then finally we find out that 
Gaia has turned to the good side. She gets the information. She goes down to the chamber. She gets the password, which happens to be his son's name. Who's actually, you know what's funny is that the 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 father, he was captured, but not the son. The son's not a scroll. Son's not a scroll, no. The son, which I find very weird, you know. I, I don't know what the I don't know what their like purpose is behind everything. I don't know like how they go about deciding who is gonna be a scroll and who's not and you know. Uh now Will the son want to get revenge now? Like nah. that's you think? Well, you think that story just died there? No, nah, that's just that's the lack you, of a better term. Because the, the father's still alive. No, he's not. No, the father is still alive. Like oh. the actual father. What are you talking about? Of the guy, what's called? Oh, the he's, scroll form. Yes, yes, you're right. He, Sorry, he, I didn't realize that. He the was scroll just, form is he the was scroll just, form is dead. Yeah, this him being a scroll. Him he, being a scroll. But, he's dead. The father's still alive in the in the mind chamber. He's still alive. But she turns. She turns good. She gets the password. And then she gets stopped the nuke. And then <laughs> he says, Talos tells her run. Yeah. And she gets, uh, you know, she brings over, you know, she gets yeah, her she... bike. She leaves. She brings over. She gets her mic. <laughs> she gets her bike. She gets her mic. She gets her bike. I'm missing mic. Sorry. She gets her bike. <laughs> she leaves. He says, get out of there. They race off and, you know. This is where now, okay, is she going to get away? And sure as hell, a car shows up, lights on, boom. Yeah, Gravik was waiting the whole time. Gravik's waiting, literally bangs right into the the bike. And she gets, I mean, she gets up and he knows that she's the traitor. And what happens? She she goes, she's turned around and she says, I want to, let me see you in the face. Like, yeah, face face me but brogan also was a traitor because he didn't he did uh give up you know yeah yeah uh, listen it was uh it was pretty uh it was pretty intense that part but they had that little conversation and he just goes and another shocking thing he just shoots her yeah i mean pretty much but uh but yeah i mean i think that's it for for this episode i mean like I said, great episode. I enjoyed it very much. And uh, and any any last thoughts? Well, we had a what's it called? We wanted Mike had a couple of thoughts. Oh yes, uh, Mike had a couple of thoughts. We, we wanted were... to, we wanted to just play a little uh, little clip, little clip for um, little clip us, of Mike. A couple of seconds here, we'll get this up for you. Hey everyone, it's Mike. Uh, unfortunately, like Nick and Anthony have probably already told you. I'm not there this week. I won't be there the next couple of weeks. I'm going to be studying for a big exam. So I'm just going to be giving you these one minute blurbs every week, kind of like what I thought on the episode. Uh, this week's episode, I'm a little surprised. There was a lot that happened. You know, I thought this would be a bit more of a filler episode, but a lot of stuff happened and it was a relatively short episode. Uh, so I'll boil it down to three quick thoughts. First off, I'm really liking what they're doing with Fury, putting Fury in like his own world where he's like on his own. He's still working with Talos and I'm liking the dynamic between the two of them, building out the history between the two of them. But Fury's really on his own in this fight and you can see that this is like personal to him. So I'm really liking what they're doing there. Uh, Secondly, I don't think Gaia, Talos' daughter, is dead. Uh, It would just feel a little bit too early for her to die. But if that's the case and she's actually dead, it kind of shows you that this show is for real. There's a lot of stuff going on and that anybody can go at any time in this show. And lastly, um, the reveal at the end of the episode that both Fury's wife and Rhodey are working for Gravik. 
uh, is wild, especially Rhodey. Um, so if this turns out that he's a Skrull, uh, it's just going to be interesting to see how long he's been a Skrull and, you know, why he, you know, how he got captured maybe. All that's interesting, and we'll get into that. I'm sure Nick and Anthony have already talked a bunch about it. But, yeah, no, I enjoyed this week's episode, and uh, I'll see you guys next week for my next blurb. All right. Thank you, Mike, for that little blurb. Miss uh, you, Mike. <laughs> we miss Mike very much. He will he will be back for uh, for the sixth episode for the finale of Secret Invasion, so you'll see him. Uh, we won't see him, but you'll hear him then. Uh, for now, Anthony is going to take over with me uh, for the next uh, two episodes, episodes four and five. Um, but yeah, like I said before, uh, great episode. Can't wait to what's called. Can't wait to see what else we have in store. Uh, and any final thoughts? As always, uh, we appreciate all the listeners. I know I'm coming in as a guest, but uh, you know every uh, every listen counts, and we like to put the best product out there, especially when. Uh, Especially when I'm guest hosting. Yeah, especially but, uh, Anthony. Anthony kind of tries to hype himself up because Infinity Wars are is our most listened uh, episode, so he likes to hype himself up. Um, yeah, we just put just try to put great stuff out there. Yeah, uh, Mike and Nick do an excellent job, obviously, and uh, no, I'm glad uh, that I could be a part of it, and I'm glad that they brought me on uh, for these uh, couple episodes. Um, but, so yeah. we'll have more thoughts on the, uh, the coming weeks. And, um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, so uh, for all of us here at the Eminem Marvel Mania Podcast, I've been Nick. And I'm Anthony. And we will talk to you all soon. Guys, have a great day. And uh, take care, everyone.